Hey friends, welcome to episode 78 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm Dara Swift. Thank you so much for listening. And today I want to warmly welcome you. I hope that you had a blessed Thanksgiving and spent some quality time with friends and family and enjoyed yourself and ate a lot of turkey. And I know that you're probably still eating turkey like I am. Turkey soup was on the menu today. So today's show is awesome. And we are going to talk about what it would be like if we all lived our lives on purpose with intentionality, vulnerability when necessary, and with the confidence that God provides us to do so. And my guest today is author, speaker, podcast host, and cancer survivor, Amy Debrick. We're going to talk about how women of all generations face similar struggles, what it looks like to live life on purpose, and how being a survivor began with surrender and then led to vulnerability at just the right time. Amy also shares about her book that she co-wrote with her oldest daughter, Blair, called Emboldened. And this is just something for women of all ages because we can certainly relate to this topic. Uh, It covers all different things like fear, growth, temptation, and such. And um, I know what Amy has to share is going to encourage, inspire, and challenge you. So listen in while I have a chat with Amy Debrick. Welcome back to the Fierce Calling Podcast. Today, I'm excited to welcome my friend, Amy Debrick. She is a wife, a mom, a believer, a survivor, which we might hear more about, and the host of the Life on Purpose podcast. And since you listen to podcasts, I would love for you to check that out, and so would she. Her first book, Embolden, she co-wrote this with her oldest daughter, Blair, and it released back in April, but she's going to talk about some new versions that are coming out. And she's a self-proclaimed beach junkie, health nut, and chocolate lover. So yes, <laughs> love that. And her faith in God is what gives her the courage to be intentional in all areas of her life. So welcome, Amy. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Joris. It's a pleasure to be here. Our mutual friend, Kim Stewart, put us together. She's good at that stuff. And I just love your ministry and what your podcast is about. It's it's very similar to Fierce Calling. And I think that God is really calling women into their purpose. And I would love if we could talk about the book that you co-wrote with your daughter and all the you know things on your heart that God has given you to share today. So if you could tell us a little bit about your story and how you're taking action where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Sure. Well, um, my story really kind of began with writing a completely different manuscript and um, that was really about my personal story. And that's still to come. But, you know, at the time I didn't have, you know, we wrote my, my oldest daughter, like you mentioned, we co-wrote this book in Bolden. And at the time that wasn't really at the forefront for me, but, um, she was a sophomore in college at the time. And, um, you know, we, she was having some struggles and just kind of the typical ones I would say for that age. But I think when, when you do grow up in a Christian home and, you do face the same struggles everybody else does. There's an expectation of, um, why can't I figure this out? 
why am I struggling like this next person? You know, what, what do I need to do and, and what kind of change needs to happen in me or whatever? And I think, you know, the more she and I talked, I think we realized that there really wasn't a lot of resources out there for this age group. And so also within those conversations, I recognize that there's a lot of similarities that we still face you know, so many generations later. So even though at the time, like her issues were relevant to that age group, you know, a lot of the things that she was struggling with, which major topics like fearlessness and growth and all of those things, temptation, those seem to carry on. And so I could relate to those topics as well, you know, being 50 and her being, you know, 20 something. So we sat down and I just thought, you know, what, what would you think about creating something? And, um, and that's really where this book was birthed from. Um, I can't say that she was really thinking about creating any kind of, you know, book because she's not a writer. Um, she's going to school for something entirely different. But um, that's kind of where everything really culminated together. And um, it's been a huge blessing. I mean, what really started out as something I thought for her has really, you know, shown up. God has really shown up in my life in all these areas as well of where I really needed fine tuning and I needed this resource as well. Wow. I really love that. And how you brought out the fact that struggles are such a common thread between all the different generations of women, because you know, what we struggled with when we were younger, now some things may change, but a lot of the things are very similar. And I love how God used this book for you also. And so, you know, women, of different generations can all relate to this book, which I love that. And I know sometimes they'll say, well, you can't say your audience is that broad because you're really not writing for everybody, but really women in general can all relate to the things that you talk about in the book Embolden. So I love that. And so how did that process go with you and your daughter writing? Because I was going to ask you if she if she was a writer and you answered that already. But how did that go with you both doing it? How did you contribute to the book together? You know, it was a little bit challenging. She was at college, you know, and I was here. And so and, you know, she had we both had other priorities at the time. But we really kind of sat down and figured out, okay, what are for the four main things right now that you're, they're at the forefront for you. And, um, you know, we, we're, you know, we're going to eventually do more in a series of emboldened with different topics, but at that moment in time, these four topics that we break the book up into, cause it's four weeks, um, were really the ones laying heavy on her heart at that time. And so that's really kind of where we began, um, she and I both equally just did uh, our research on scriptures that we thought would be encouraging and helpful. You know, the one of the biggest things with Embolden was we wanted to make sure we were meeting women where they were and, and not only just personally, but also in their faith journey. You know, we wanted to be able to have the non-believer pick this up and find hope and encouragement in something outside of what they're um, used to or had been exposed to before this. And so we wanted to really set people up for success. So we were trying to be very intentional about having some scripture there, also spoken out, written out in the book, but also having some for the somebody who's already a little along in their faith walk, you know, have the ability to do a little bit more work on their own and just offer some 
some suggested scripture as well that they could dig into and dive into a little bit deeper. So um, that's really kind of how we did it. It was a a long process, um, as you can imagine. It wasn't always a fun process, but um, as it went, it became something really special. And so we, um, you know, we're really proud of it. And we're just hoping to always just meet the one person who it's going to change and and move them closer to Christ. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love how you are also were thinking about women who are not believers of Jesus, you know, followers of Jesus and what God might do to plant seeds or just to bring them the peace that they are looking for. And so that it, it can be geared toward really any woman that is searching for some answers and some peace for the struggles that we all deal with, especially in the world today. There's so much strife and there's so much division. And so uh, I love that this book kind of brings women together to come around sure. and, and encourage one another. So I, I love that so much. And you have a podcast. So tell us a little bit about what your podcast is about. How did that start? And maybe uh, some of your story of being a survivor and how God brought you through. Well, the podcast was another thing that wasn't really something that I was like, oh, someday I want to be a podcaster and share my story. I was the opposite, Doris. <laughs> I was like, I never want to tell anybody my story. I want to keep it private. And But God had other plans for me. As you well know, that's normally the way things work. And so it's really through him that he gave me the confidence to share. I think... Um, you know, it took me a long time with a struggle with anxiety, a private struggle, um, until I received a cancer diagnosis to fully surrender everything to him. And, and that was really the turning point in my life and what really changed me. I had always wanted to write. Like I said, podcasting wasn't necessarily on my radar, but, um, you know, writing was something that I wanted to do years ago, but I felt like um, I could never I could never complete it. I, I would sit down and I would start to write something. And, and you know, and now in hindsight, I, I realized I I wasn't in a place. Um, I wasn't in a strong enough spiritual place. I wasn't strong enough personally to have shared my story back then. And so I think that, you know, obviously his timing is always perfect. And it, it was for me. And so with that, it really um, prompted me to do just that much more. You know, once I was starting to write and getting a few things out, I was getting a lot of feedback from women and how they appreciated that vulnerability. And, um, you know, it's so funny with women sharing vulnerability, it's like a double-edged sword, depending on your personality. Now, if you're extroverted and, and that just comes natural to you, that's, it's different. But when you're not like myself, um, it's, it's painful at times. And so, but hearing these women and really appreciating me being honest about hard things prompted me to do this podcast life on purpose. And, you know, the whole mission is, and was for me, once I surrendered everything to God was to start living on purpose, instead of just having my fears and worries and emotions um, run me and run my life, I wanted to be intentional about how I lived. And so um, that's really what started the podcast. And it's just it's been such a huge gift, because I've been, you know, been able to meet just incredible women like yourself and hearing, you know, other women's stories and putting those out there for that woman. So even though if their story is completely unrelatable to mine, 
there's somebody listening that needs to hear it. And so it's, there's, there's something just beautiful about being able to extend something out there that you really don't know where it's going to land or the seed that it's going to, you know, root somewhere into somebody, but um, just being a part of that has been a huge blessing. That is such a sweet story of how God brought that to your heart to share your story. And I love that you brought out the point that there were times in your life when he was not calling you yet to share it because you may not have been ready or his timing, you know, it wasn't his timing for you to do so, but that he was already preparing the hearts of the women who would hear your story. And so they were being prepared as well. And so he coordinates all that. And, and I, it's so encouraging to know that he is doing that because just of late, it's really, really hit me about the fact that what God is doing in the hearts of the people who we are serving, right. because he does the same thing to us too. He prepares our hearts for those who serve us and how he puts it all together at the right time. And that is being very vulnerable with your story. And we are connected by our stories. So I, I love that you have encouraged women with going through your challenges and struggles to encourage them in theirs. And like you say, they're not all the same. But it also is encouraging to a listener out there to know that so many of us are doing things we never aspire to do. I have said that lots of times because <laughs> it's so prevalent. It's like this common thread. There's that common thread thing again. You know, through even like, you know, podcasters, writers, there's so many that have not aspired to do the things that God has brought them into. And if we would have been asked years ago, if we would have been starting a podcast someday, we would have said, what's a podcast? <laughs> you know, it's like, we no. Right. So it's it's exciting. I love to say it's just an exciting adventure with God, partnering with him in kingdom work. And yeah, and I love that, you know, meeting women from all walks of life is just such a blessing. And your podcast is reaching ears of women in where we could never tread, you know, where you would never actually be able to physically go for one reason or another. So it's really special. And so with your journey of being a cancer survivor, how has that changed the way that you minister to other women when you have an opportunity to speak or just even one-on-one? I think for me, um, there's a more, I feel like a more of an urgency And I'm sure that has to do with the mortality piece of anybody hearing the word cancer, but I just, it, it really, I think it's urgency would be the best word as far as not, um, not necessarily preaching at every moment and, um, you know, make shaming someone or, or anything like that, but just trying to project something, trying to live in a manner that you know, I wrote about this week, I was talking with Rebecca Dotson George, and she talks about radical radiance. And there's something just beautiful about shining the light where, you know, you're leaving a situation, a person or whatever, better than how they were before. And part of that is 
what are you doing? What are you um, bringing to the table? What are you, how are you interacting with this person? Or when you leave, they're like, wow, you know, what is that? It's not necessarily them, but what is it that God is doing through you? And, and it always comes back to, I feel like um, being intentional, being intentional to the way we react, the way we respond to someone, the way we reach out or don't, you know, um, I'm sure we've all experienced times where you're just going through your motion, you're in a rush, you're not even paying attention to the person in front of you. And, you know, maybe if we saw her um, or him and gave them an extra minute of our time, you know, maybe they had a horrible morning, you know, maybe they could really use a little encouragement in just a a small form of saying hello or something in in that nature. Or I think it's just a matter of um, showing up for people without judgment and leaving something, like I said, that really radiates, you know, what is that? And obviously we know what it is. It's not me or it's just the love of Christ. And how can I do that better? You know, I did not do that well, um, prior to my diagnosis, you know, I grew up with a reactor mom. I mean, she's a wonderful person, but that was just her, you know, go-to and, um, and I was kind of that same personality. And so, pausing first has been a huge blessing. I, I don't take cancer, um, flippantly at all, but I say from my own, um, it was a huge blessing in my life. It really, like I said, caused me to live life on purpose. And that purpose is how can I be more intentional and more Christ-like in my everyday actions and words? That is really beautiful. And thinking about the fact that God can use our struggles to change our perspective on things and the hard things that you went through and it drew you closer into a place where you saw people in a different light, you know, through, through God's eyes. And so that's so important. And I love, uh, kind of going back a little bit, what you said when you first received your diagnosis and the struggle that you had, and you said you surrendered it. And it's so key to get to that place of full surrender because that really changes things. And that there's something that just activates, you know, in our lives and in the supernatural realm. It just, you know, God is like, okay, all right, now let's get to business. (laughs) Let's get to work. You know, we can, we can work together on this now that you've given it to me because we so often try to keep the things to ourselves and we can't do it in our own strength or power. And I love also how you were talking about being more intentional with your time, because like you were explaining, we can also relate to rushing, 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 right? You know, we seem like our schedules can get crazy, but to stop and really open our spiritual eyes to see that person who needs a smile or you know, just a simple encouraging word for their time. We never know what someone is going through and we can't discount the fact that God puts these divine appointments in our path every day and for us to be more intentional. So that, that was really special for you to bring that out because I think it's a good reminder. Sometimes we forget, you know, we get so busy. And I think you're right. I think, you know, Doris, it's not necessarily intentional that people are not doing that. So I, you know, 
if somebody feels like, you know, there's a shame component here, there, there isn't, I mean, I'm guilty of it all the time. You, you have your own agenda, you have things on your mind, you have things you want to accomplish and you're just simply not thinking about it. It's not like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to snub this person at the checkout, or I'm not even going to acknowledge them. No, you're, you're just, you know, we live in a time of busyness and sometimes it's hard to step out of that, you know? And like you Mm -hmm. said, you know, clear the lenses and really see what's in front of you. I mean, we all do it. So um, being intentional is just a way to remember, you know, just remember in our busyness that, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just going to take a second and say, how, you know, how is your day today? Instead of, you know, the default is we check our phones. That is the default. You know, my husband and I were talking about this gosh months ago, how, you know, what did we do before when we would just when you were waiting for something. So if you're in a waiting room or whatever, you you would be more apt to engage with someone or, but now we have our phones. They're like a mini laptop. And so the default is to look down instead of looking around you and seeing how you can interact with the person next to you. And, and we all we all do it. It's just a matter of trying to break those habits and trying to just, when we can, be intentional about seeing outside of that. Yeah. That is a great point right there about your husband and your conversation. You know, what What did we do before we had our phones in our hands? We were more intentional about talking about things. And so that that is a picture we can all remember in our minds about how it used to look, you know, before we had these gadgets sure. in, our, in our hands. But that is a that is a good reminder for us to be intentional. And I love it, too, because it worked both ways, because we are so thankful when someone is intentional mm. with us. If we have a, a time in our lives where we could really use a word of encouragement or someone just to smile, because sometimes it's hard. You know, you might go through the grocery store and nobody's smiling. And, you know, we all went through that thing with the masks where everybody was having to wear a mask and. You really couldn't tell. I mean, you could tell when somebody's smiling right. with a mask on, you know, your, your eyes just show it, but it was just almost like, um, just put everybody in their own little worlds right. and we're all in the same world. We're in, we're in the world, but we're not of the world, but we're called to love, uh, other people. So I love that sometimes we get the blessing as well of that intentionality. Sure. So great reminders about those things, about being intentional And, um, I was just going to segue a little bit to your website. You have a course on your website. I do. Tell us about that. I do. I have a confidence course and, um, really what that is, is just to set people up for success. I think a lot of times, um, the struggles that we find are we're, we're living in, and you kind of mentioned it even with the pandemic. Um, we're living in a time of fear and even before the pandemic, now I think it's magnified, but before that, even we sometimes, um, overlook our, maybe our calling or our purpose or the next great thing that God has for us because we're fearful. We feel embarrassed to do it alone. We feel, you know, we don't want to be rejected. You know, there's many different reasons. And so this course, um, I just break it down. Um, very practical. It's a four week course. I mean, you can do it in your own, you know, 
your own timeline, but I have it split up in four weeks and um, I have a, it's a, it has a beautiful workbook that you can work through um, again at your own pace and time to really hammer out some of the ways, small ways that you can build this confidence and how it really is kind of a stepping stone to each next thing to just have you do one brave step for yourself. And, you know, that could be something as simple as, you know, when we think of confidence and bravery, you always think of, oh, it must be some mountaintop moment. Like, you know, they're going to try to start up a new business or something major move or something like that, but it doesn't always have to be. And some of the things that can hold people back are very basic things like sign, going to and signing up for a class at a gym or taking up a hobby that they've always wanted to do, but they just don't have the courage to do it because they're doing it alone or whatever the case is. It doesn't always have to be, you know, framed in something that looks, you know, spectacular or what somebody would imagine it would. A lot of times, and maybe for me, I think it was the reason I created this. Although it can be those things, when you are an introvert, sometimes the basic things are still just as hard as those other, what seem seemingly are mountaintop type, you know, moves or, or and all of that. So that's kind of how I set the course up. Um, it's a great course. I've had wonderful feedback on it. I would encourage anybody on here um, if they would like to take it up. You can access it right through my website. And you can either get the digital copy. I recommend the workbook because I'm more of a physical person. And if if you are writing things down, there's a lot of reflection. And I think it's really important. You know, that's one of the things in the course is we have to identify the root of our fear. And, um, And so there's a lot of great, you know, practices in there and tools and resources to really get to that next level. So yeah, that's what the confidence course is. Great. I'm glad we talked about that. And it's so important. And the way that you break it down into small chunks, like one step, do one brave thing. And that is such an important step, even in walking in the calling that God has on our lives at this particular season in our lives, because it may be different depending on what season we're in, what season the listener's in, and where God has called them at this time in their lives to take one step forward and help build the confidence to be able to know that God is working in our lives. And if we never take that step, say like, I can't talk, the example that you gave about the gym, there might be someone at that gym that needs to hear some truth and hope. And if you never take that step to actually go there, you know, we're going to miss it. I had Jody Howe on the show and She talked about her fear of flying. Years ago, I had a similar fear of flying, and it's that whole fear thing. And if you just get on a plane and go, and she actually interviewed a pilot on her podcast, which was really Mm -hmm. cool. It's like, let's face this thing and find out what it is. It's really, you know, a misconception or something that we're not totally understanding. And so that was pretty cool because if we need to get on a plane to go where God is sending us. He's going to give us the uh, courage and means to get there and to take the steps forward to be able to do that. So I love that you have that course on your website. That's pretty cool. And yeah, so what is on your horizon? What is happening right now? 
with your podcast and with your writing? So right now we are, we're actually re-releasing Embolden in a, you and I had talked prior to us recording this interview. Embolden is um, coming out. Actually, Target was the first one to pick it up in a smaller, more um, grab and go size. So we have um, the original Embolden is still available everywhere books are sold, but, um, but it's larger. It's more of a luxury size, more of a magazine style, which I still say is a wonderful wonderful gift for someone. And I mean, it's beautiful on your coffee table, but the reality is we want women to use it and we want it to be accessible. So you can just put it in your small purse or put it in your car. And it's not some big, you know, clunky thing that you wouldn't be able to do that with. And, um, you know, aside of that coming in 2022, I've kind of reworked a little bit of the podcast and I'm going to try to incorporate a little bit more conversation with some young adults, mostly my kids, um, along with, you know, we'll have a topic for the month and then hear from an adult and their perspective and what they're going through at that time with that. And also from the young adult perspective, because I think right now there is a lot of commonality, but we feel like, you know, we kind of divide the two in categories, but it's so great to hear a perspective on a similar topic Mm -hmm. and how we can really help each other you know, by listening and really hearing what they have to say. And so that's the first thing. And then we're also going to be doing some lives going um, into the new year, doing some emboldened Saturdays live. That's kind of in the works right now. We're working out the bugs with that on different fun things that we're going to get on live every Saturday and just, you know, do something that really emboldens us. You know, what I don't want to give away what it is, but it could be something as simple as baking something new or going and, you know, doing something that really could embolden somebody else. So um, we're excited about those things coming up for sure. Wow. Lots of great things happening. I love that word God gave you emboldened. That, that just gets your attention. And I think it really is something cool. Like if someone's <laughs> shopping in Target, Target, as we might say, and sees that emboldened, what is that about? You know, that is cool. And you're being emboldened to do your lives and, you know, the new things that you're, you're stepping out to do with the podcast. And the fact that you're going to be doing it with multi-generations this new season of the podcast That is really cool because I think it's going to be a blessing to parents and to students, you know, like young adults, like you said, there's so many young adult groups in our churches and things, and as well as youth workers, youth leaders, trying to be able to connect well with those who they're serving and loving like Jesus. So that's exciting. Wow. This has been so great. Tell us how the listener can connect with you, Amy. Well, um, you guys can, I love connecting with listeners. So you can reach out on my website, which is amydebrick.com. Um, You can also access it through surrenderyourfear.com if that's easy because my name is so long, but uh, it, they all link together. Or you can simply go to Instagram. That's probably where I met the most. Um, my handle is at Amy Debrick. I have a link tree in there, which will link you to the website and, and everything, um, the course, all of that. Um, the book, also Facebook, I'm on Facebook. So you can also email me at amy at surrenderyourfear.com. I put out a newsletter every Friday, an encouragement newsletter. I recap the podcast and offer resources. So if you want to get on um, that, I would love to to send, uh, you know, some encouragement in your inbox on every Friday. 
So yeah, there's multiple ways and I, I look forward to it. That sounds great. So check that out and get on that newsletter list because it sounds like it's something that we could all use uh, encouragement every Friday (laughs) because, you know, life gets crazy. And I love that it's on Friday because it's a time when we're kind of winding down and ready for the weekend and we can really absorb what it is that God has given you to share. So that's a great day to have your newsletter come out. So Amy, this has been such a blessing. I'm so excited for what God has for you in the future with all the things that you're doing and and how your book is blessing so many people and the fact that it's coming out in all different forms, which is really amazing and accessible. So that's cool. So check that out, everybody. We want to make sure that we are emboldened. So thank you so much, Amy. And I hope to have you on again sometime. Thank you, Doris. I would love to have you on my podcast and we can have more conversation. And every woman that has their perspective to share, I always think is a gift. And so that I think that would be so fun. And um, no, it was my pleasure. And thank you so much for having this conversation. Thank you. And thanks for the invite. That would be so fun. We can keep the party going. I love it. That's right. So fun. Uh, So yeah. And walking in a calling is, it can sound intimidating, but it's not, it's not at all. It's just what God has for us in our, in our season in one step in front of the other and having that confidence to take that one step. So very cool, Amy. Well, you take care and we will talk soon. Okay. Thank you so much, Doris. God bless you, friend. Thank you for listening today, and I hope what Amy shared in our conversation inspired, encouraged, and challenged you to take a new and bold step forward and do something that you haven't tried before. And you know where God is calling you, you know that there's something in your heart that He's wanting you to do, and you have felt the tug. So I hope this episode encouraged you to take that bold step forward in your walk with Christ and to live intentional and on purpose. And I love one of the quotes from the show that Amy was talking about when she was referring to her podcast. She said, the whole mission is and was for me once I surrendered everything to God was to start living on purpose instead of just having my fears, worries, and emotions run me and run my life. I wanted to be intentional about how I lived. Friends, we can really learn from that little quote there and it is just packed full of goodness and you know we tend to do that dwell on worries and fears but we need not because the Lord tells us not to do that he is faithful friend and he will take care of your needs and what it is that you're struggling with today and uh, all the links are in the show notes to connect with Amy and I hope you'll connect with me also at daraswift.com and I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman who's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friends, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.